Hi everyone, Jack from The Pod here. Just to let you know that the audio quality is pretty bad in this compared to normal. Um, we had some major problems with the software we were using. Um, just fucked up our recordings, basically. Uh, so we're using the backups. They are not great. But what we've done is we've cut out part one about the Community Shield. And the quality is better for the second part. So we can only apologise. Um, but yeah, I hope you enjoy. Podcast. We are going to go through our Premier League predictions. What was that? What was what? <laughs> oh, I thought you just you just started speaking things down the mic. I thought, I thought you were laying up something. <laughs> we're going to do predictions. We just last year, so we're going to do it again. It's, it's semi-serious, semi-not. We've got some different categories, such as Premier League winner, top four, relegated, scorer, yard, yard, yard. Know the drill, and yeah, we're just gonna do uh, kind of uh, initial thoughts. Um, as new season last year, we were like say 30% right, 70% wrong, so let's hope we can prove that this time around. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, I'll let you start, Jack. Premier League winner. Well, mate, I've gone big and I've chosen Arsenal. Um, I'm not afraid to choose Arsenal because I actually don't have a team in the race because I don't think it's going to be Liverpool. And I hate City, so I'm going to go Arsenal. I feel like Arsenal were really good last season. Their summer signings have improved their squad and their first 11. They have retained all of their good players um, without any exception. Um, Everyone's going to be a little bit better because it was the youngest squad in the league last season. So I'm seeing, yeah, sort of blanket 5% improvement across most of the players, which is actually fucking loads when you multiply it by 11. Um, and I just think the experiences of coming close and failing last season, winning this community shield, there's a lot of indicators that Arsenal are going up. And on the flip side, City might be just slightly, slightly worse than last season. How does anyone mm. follow up a treble? You cannot win a treble twice. That is too much for anyone. Once you reach the top, there really isn't anywhere to go. And that's really hard to keep motivation high. Um, couple that with two major transfers out. I think Morris is a big miss. He gets a lot of goals, gets a lot of assists. Doesn't seem like he's being replaced. And then Gundogan. So I think like Gundogan is actually the ultimate clutch player. February, March, he gets all the goals. He wins all the points. He is basically, if you don't have Gundogan in your FPL team in February, March, you don't know anything about Premier League football. And we're not going to experience that anymore. We're not going to experience Gundogan just getting like a brace every game, 89th, 90th minute. And I think that is actually going to be a major, a major, major thing that they won't be able to replicate. Calvin Phillips is not that guy. Kovacic is definitely not that guy. So, yeah, why not? Why can't Arsenal win it? I don't have any good reasons. It's a good point. I think there's a lot of question marks because, you know, Arsenal have spent a lot of money now. So, you know, putting the young team thing aside, really, with the amount of outlay spent, we should expect Arsenal to come, you know, ultimately. Mm-hmm. Maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love the optimism. So, as an Arsenal fan, I've obviously chosen Manchester City. 
because Manchester <laughs> City cannot be stopped. <laughs> I just can't get past the the know-how within that squad from the management to the players. Yes, there is the argument that perhaps they are weaker, and I do get that. I probably agree with that myself. Cole Palmer for Mares, for example, that seems like a that seems like a drop off. Um, you know, they wanted mm-hmm. Declan Rice, didn't get Declan Rice. Kovacic is more ball carrier from deep rather than a clutch kind of late into the box goal scorer like Goodigan. So maybe, as you say, crucial goals that he that he you know he delivered. It wasn't just last season, was it? It was the tight race with Liverpool the previous season as well. Every goddamn every year, every year, every, every year. year. So there's an argument, and maybe the gap is closer between the two teams. And I think it'll be a hell of mm-hmm. a battle. But I also think it's wrong, you know, just because two seasons, two teams last season were in a battle, that it was just that it's going to be the same. I think. I think I, I don't know. I think United look better. I think Chelsea looking better. I think Tottenham could be a surprise package. And I can see you shaking your head and I've seen your nose will come on to that. I've got very different feelings about that. I mean, last year, it quickly become clear that no other big six team minus Arsenal were realistically in the race. And United were never really Mm -hmm. in the race. Um, I foresee it being a lot lighter this year amongst all the teams. I think the gap's not between Arsenal and City. Um, I think United, for example, be up there. Newcastle may well be up there with, with what they've improved. So, yeah, who knows? But I think City are going to win. And I know it's boring, but I just can't get past it. They love Prem. Pep loves Prem. He loves it. He loves winning it. One of his favourites. So, yeah, it's just hard mm-hmm. to pass him at this point. Just until the Cup. Yeah, I was about to say, until we're 10 points ahead of February, but we were 10 points ahead of February, if I'm not mistaken. So... Either now there's no good again. Now there's mm. no good again to claw it back. Good point. Let's see. Love the optimism. But... It's very binary. Yeah. Yeah. It's we all want it. We all want something interesting to happen. Um, but let's move on anyway. Rest of the top four. In order or in no particular order, Man City will be there. That needs no explanation from me. I've gone for Newcastle. So I feel like Newcastle are just going to just stay in the top four for the foreseeable future. Obviously, there's a lot of big teams that miss out because of that, aka Man United, Chelsea and Liverpool potentially. Um, but yeah, they've made really good additions. Livermento's a really good right back. I like him. Will he be the mm. same after injury? Don't know. But, you know, we were looking at him and Tarek Lamptey as like the real mistakes that Chelsea made letting them go. So I think that's a great addition. Tonali is... Italy's best midfielder, I'd say. Italians don't tend to settle very well in the north of England, but whatever, there's always room for that to change. So we'll see how that goes. And Harvey Barnes is great. I actually love Harvey Barnes. He's so good. He gets so many goals. He's he's just actually so direct. He literally just runs a straight line at you, and it's horrible. It's Mm. like, yeah, defender's worst nightmare. He's basically the antithesis of... uh, Sir Maximan, who he's replaced, because Sir Maximan will go one way, he'll go the other way, he'll probably come back for a second round just to go around you again. Harvey Barnes will just run straight through you and score with absolutely no frills, and I kind of love that. So I like him. Have, have you seen lot. that video? The video, the classic Harvey Barnes what? video. What? What? <laughs> Ooh, Harvey Barnes. <laughs> Harvey Barnes. 
and that was <laughs> was the making legend. No one knows. I don't know what context yeah. is behind that video, if that's even real. But no, nope. yeah, we've got a soft spot for Harley fans after that video for sure. So yeah, yeah some good signings. Newcastle for fans, Newcastle fans need to adopt that as his chant. Anytime he scores, just the whole Ooh. stadium just going, "Ooh, Harley fans!" <laughs> I would really love that because that would be peak English culture as well. Peak English culture. Yeah, that is such. An English joke. I don't know if, if that even translates to anyone else. I'm not sure I understand, to be honest. No. I just want to apologise, guys. If you're hearing this, this patting in the background of me, it's the cat. Cat's back season two. Regular listeners will know what it is. They know what it is. Yeah. She's still right. here. Still here, trying to enter my recording. She's fucking tired. Sorry. To be fair. Who else you got? She's incredibly cute. And then the final place, I'm just going to say Liverpool. I don't know if I believe it in my soul, but we're pretty fucking good. Usually, after a bad season, we have a good one. That's our general trend on the clock. So, signs are we're going to have a good season. I like the midfield, that like the additions we've made. I feel that it's very likely we're going to add at least one more. So, we're just going to do a whole midfield revamp. And I think we're just going to go for it. I think we're just going to go for the five twos, the four twos. We're not going to go for the one nils and two nils anymore because we still can't fucking defend. I don't think we've kept... I think we've only kept one clean sheet in the friendly so far. We've played some pretty awful teams, so... Yeah, fuck it. Pre-season. Pre-season. Heavy metal football is coming back to Anfield and it's going to be fun. Like it. Got to be optimistic. Top four's got to be a tie for Liverpool. So it's not too dissimilar from Jack's. Obviously, we've swapped the winners, so I think Arsenal will be in the top four. Don't say much. I think we'll be up there for sure. I wouldn't say second. Mm-hmm. Don't know, but I definitely think we'll be in top four. I've gone for United. I just have the sneaking suspicion United will kick on as a team. Um, I know we like to joke about them. Arguably, the season they were up there, one of the best teams. Obviously, Rashford purple patch was a large part of playing that. It'd be interesting to see whether Rashford will continue that form. I think they will. Can't say I've seen a lot about it, but it was the last time they had a proper number nine up there. I think that'll make a massive difference. And if he can bag them still to 15 waiting, goals, mate. still waiting, still waiting. <laughs> still waiting but, you know, remember they had Veghorst and got third last season, so True. I think they'll be all right. True, I think they'll be all right. Uh, yeah, um, <laughs> I've come with my option. The big ask. Oh, Thinking Chelsea, I could see Chelsea making a comeback. But I've got Aston Villa. I don't know why. I think Aston Villa. Yes. I think yes. Aston Villa can get top four. I think wish we might leave, but look at yes. the form table since Unai came in. Form material, 100%. Preach. And now Preach. they've signed. Who have they signed? Paul Torres, great centre back at Villa Real. Yuri Tielemans, solid midfield signing. Who else did they get? Did they get Moussa Diaby? They signed Moussa Diaby, haven't they? Moussa Diaby. Oh, yes. I'm lying. I think they have, bro. Have we... Everyone wanted Moussa Diaby at one point. Yeah. So... They got Moussa Diaby. Stella. Stella. Work. I dare say there's one more that I'm thinking of that I can't think. That's three signings. There might be one more as well. I think there's one more in there that is an impressive signing. Um, you know, I, I just think they're, they're quietly building a really good squad. And if they can just build upon what Emery's already done, there's no reason they wouldn't be attacking the ball, to be honest. They should all be worried. I like that. So, no Liverpool, Aston Villa. 
I wasn't trying to throw shade. I just think Liverpool, for all in goings, it's a classic SG thing. Yes, you've brought two tops and mids, but how many and mids have you let go? Fabinho, just gone. Just Hendo, five, mate. Just a casual gone. five out of six. Cater, gone. Five, it's insane yeah, the amount that, that you've one. actually let go. I think Fabinho, for me, is one of the most shocking. I really didn't think his time. Mm. I know he had a bit of a stink on the season, but... Has he, has he gone? Yeah, we look... Yeah, he's gone, he has mate. gone. We look he's gone, super gone. light. We got no defensive midfielders in the team, in the squad. We've got Bajetic, who's like a deep-line playmaker and a teenager. Not the guy. I like him, but he's not the guy. Mm. So, I don't know. I assume we're going to sign someone this week before the season starts, but... Yeah, I am shocked by. Sorry, I'm still flagged that Fabinho actually went. I thought it would always be one or the other when it came to Hendo and him, not both. So it'd be a criminal if FSG do not sign them until Liverpool season starts. And I know Labia looking like certified to be done, but they're pissing about again. Just mm-hmm. give mill, just give them the 50. This market's yeah. unforgiving. Can't be penny pinching anymore. Just get it done. I know. Get done. We're crying over four mil. Apparently, we bid forty six, and they're like, "No, I know. Busy. I know. What's four just, mil anymore? Just really? Do it. What is four do mil? It. It's nothing. No, but then also like, it's like the whole in day for forty six, in for fifty. Yeah, but you know, if, if you offer fifty at the start, it's only Declan Rice. You offered a hundred mil at the start, and they would ask for one hundred and twenty, because you've built up to the asking price. True. You, know, you won't get. You won't get that. True. But still, it's frustrating to watch. I'm not even a Liverpool fan. So there you go. Mm. Yeah, let's move to the bottom half of the table then. Who's going to get relegated? I'm not going to lie. I found this really hard. I don't know about you, but the more you look at the table, the more you think, oh, yeah, maybe. So I. Mm. Well, I, I think two it might for be me a bit like this season. Nah. I reckon there's about seven or eight in the mix. There's, there's two candidates that are ripe to go down, so I'll go first. I'm so sure. Sheffield United are going down. They've signed no one. They're selling Salzburg to Burnley. You wouldn't, you couldn't make that. Their best midfielder is going to a fellow, fellow promotion candidate. I mean, they're desperate to go down by the looks of it. But then also Bournemouth signed anyone at the point of the season last year, so you know you're right. Um, but yeah, I just don't Sheffield. We've both got Luton. Let's be fair, Luton are going down. I don't care, Luton going down. They don't. They don't look ready at all. Nothing about them screams ready. Like they are, they're like fifty percent as ready as Bournemouth, who look woefully underprepared. Everything about them, the stadium is just perfect for summarising how Luton are. I think. I mean, I hope they surprise there. You know what I mean? I just yeah, I think that they're a team. Mm. Who's your other one then? Bournemouth got rid of Gary O'Neill, and we're going to touch on Gary O'Neill because breaking news coming right at the end of this feature. Gary O'Neill left, um, new manager coming in. I think, I just think Bournemouth. I know everyone said Bournemouth last year, and we're who's, going to eat some humble pie. But who's the new manager? Some Spanish geezer. <laughs> That's all I know. <laughs> I don't know who he is. Do you know who I'm he not is? Lie. Bro, it all went over my head. I, don't even, I didn't even know that. Gary uh, and was Anthony Iriola. Him? No? Ah, uh, I actually, yeah, okay, no, I did know that. 
Yeah, no, I actually... Somewhere deep, deep in my subconscious God, Okay, go Without you going, who is he and what's his career? Where does he come from? I feel like he's come from Ryo. Ryo, Vala, blah, 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 blah. Nah, you've Googled that. There's no way you've pulled that, Brian. There's no way. I've not Googled, I've not Googled it. What I no. remember is he had a shit team that punched well above its weight and they were awkward as fuck. And then I was right. like, okay, fair enough. Well, maybe he is the Thank correct the athletic. for them because... Yeah, uh, maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe I'm wrong. Who knows? Um, all right. Well, I bore that's ball knowledge. That's fucking Who? ball knowledge, by the way, uh, right there. Who was your other choice? So Luton's obviously there. I've gone for Forest because Forest have somehow managed to sign about 39 players across last season and still not have enough. They seem to have maybe tied themselves into financial bits. And... Let's just be real, like, they weren't that convincing overall. No, I, just, skip, skip. I don't know. Second Why season Oscar? syndrome is real for some teams, and I worry about them. And then I think Wolves. I don't think Wolves are shit, and they got rid of the best player in Ruben Neves. I don't think they've made any major additions apart from Cunha, who scored about two goals. So, And the rumours are that Lopetegui might be mutually um, accepting termination imminently. So I just think well, more than that, signs are they're going shortly, shortly. But yeah, Wolves could be a good shout. Might be a surprise return for a certain Gary O'Neill. You never know. But guys, just keep listening. Keep listening. Yes. Anyway, we're coming back to that. Right. Top scorer not called Holland. That's very yeah. So I think I think I think we can all agree that. It's probably going to be Haaland. No one has ever scored 50 fucking goals, and the guy did. So I don't think there's any fun in playing that game. So yeah, top scorer not called Haaland. Yeah, you know what? Obviously, Beyond Haaland, it's hard it's to choose. It's also boring. Yeah. Yeah. I just think we always forget that Salah has bagged 20, 20 to 25 goals consistently every season in England. And that is normally more than enough. And he signed his contract. He's very focused. He hasn't gone to Saudi Arabia. And I think he really misses Champions League football because his career is it's on the downturn. He's 31. So I think he will be red hot this season. And Fair. also one of the leaders of the team. A little less selfless mm. than before. Because he's, he's, he's a bit of a greedy bastard. Well, you need to be to be top scorer. I've gone for uh, Kimmy Kane. Mm-hmm. If he stays. Um other than that, if you, because if he doesn't stay, you're going to look like a right mug. <laughs> well, if he does stay, I'm going to look like a right mug with this one. Ollie Watkins. Yeah. <laughs> Ollie no, Watkins. bro, come on. Yeah. yeah. No, 100% serious, you know. Just, who, who else? Really? Salah. Salah was Ollie Watkins is so average at football. I know... I said this a lot last season, but he is so average. He is so mid. He is 10 <laughs> goals a season. Solid. He is so average. No, I just can't no. believe that. Nah. Man, you got 50 goals last season. Yeah. That was under Gerard for a bit. Never well. mind. He's so average. Nah, <laughs> I think I actually hate Ollie Watkins. On. He's just so average. 
He gets too much credit for how average he is. Well, look, in mm. 30 games, Salah scored 19 in the... 37, what's got 15? So there's only four goal, four goal deficit, bro. Oh, my camera's just moved from... I hate that Ollie Watkins can't suddenly fix that. Yeah, it's a rogue one. I was just really struggling. Out and out strikers, it's not going to be Jesus. I don't think it's going to be Nkunku. And I just can't think of like a striker who is a number one striker in a team that's going to score those goals. I think it's it's Villa. I think Villa. It's not. Obviously, it's Haaland, so it's a bit of a moot point because, you know. Anyway, let me go on to my favourite section, right? Golden Ball winner. From the backseat, Golden Ball Awards. From the backseat. <laughs> let's, just, let's just end this. Premier League, Golden Ball. Have you ever had a Golden Ball? <laughs> There's a Golden Boost. It's a real thing. Yeah, Golden Ball Awards. the Golden Ball. I think we'll just agree that Google doesn't know. It's uncertain. No. What we do oh, yeah. know... Is the the 2023-24 FTBS Golden Ball Award? Golden Ball. I will be going to the Starboy Saka as he leads Arsenal to their first title victory. I've gone all in on Arsenal winning the league, and Saka will be the main catalyst for that happening. He's ready. He's ready to take the mantle as the best young player in the world, not called Mbappe or Holland. No chance. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. Saka, big season, can maintain it. I mean, I think he can. I think he is one of the strongest in the world. Um, will he win the Golden Ball? Will he not? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> I... You know what it is, though? With the Player of the Season awards, it's always steered towards the winners of the league. It's hard to give... Losing player, the golden ball. Oh, I hate the fact I'm just calling it the golden ball. It's hard to have a player of the season. I love it so much. A team that didn't win the league. Do you know what I mean? So, so what are you saying? Is it Haaland? It must be Haaland then. Well, Haaland did. KDB. Right. Yeah, because City won. But arguably could have gone to... No, it couldn't have gone to... That was Haaland absolutely deserved it. I mean, he had a disgusting year in terms of output. But even if yeah. there's, there's been rogue ones where KDB may have won it and he'd have the best stats because he was of a very influential person in the title winning team, that skews the voting towards him and it's hard to argue with that. So I think whoever it's whoever wins the league and then it'll be the big game player within that team. That's the formula. Okay, there you go. I've, I've unpacked the golden ball. The golden ball's a scam. The golden ball is reserved for people who win. And... <laughs> means it's a very, very elitist award and it's not fair. So, oh there you go. God, this is such a long monologue just to get a bloody answer about you. Who is going to win the Oh, Golden I haven't Ball. even told you who I'm going to win It is a great prize and you are just keeping us. You're just dragging us. You know what? Fucking tell us. Number five, Golden Ball winner. There is no Golden Ball. If we're talking player of the season, then I'll go with Harland. <laughs> <laughs> before there is that is funny <laughs> <It's> ridiculous. 
very pedantic, and I'm here for it. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Pretty predictable. Antics the word. Okay, look. If I have to say the word golden again, I'm going to lose my shit. So anyway, biggest surprise package. I've gone for yeah. Burnley. Right, this is a new Burnley. A Burnley we've never seen before. A Burnley we've never seen before at Turf Moor. Can I do another home? <laughs> no. <laughs> Burnley before at Turf Moor were raw. But no, 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 stop. Right, I think Burnley... But now, they play along the floor. Ooh! That's actually really <laughs> apt feeds into what I'm saying. Bars. Bars. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they do play on the floor now. They've made some signings this summer as well. You know, thinking of Trafford and goal, company at the helm. Mm-hmm. Um, it looked like they're signing Sander Berg in the midfield, which is a good quality signing for them. I think I think the reason why they'd be a surprise package is because Burnley have been so long of the eighth of title that to see them play anything else now is going to be insane. And it's going to be like, whoa, it's going to stand out. Right? The boys in Claret are going to be playing it along the floor, yeah. playing. You know, Body esque football, one of the disciples of Pepov's company. I'm really excited to see them. And usually I despair when I see Burnley. Whenever Arsenal play, I get worried because they used to bully us. And now I think I bully us in a different indeed. way. Yeah, you know, it's not about yeah. bootstrap. It's about just great counter pressing, mm-hmm. great working the ball into the box, and just some really clinical finishing. Mm hmm. Exactly. So, mm, yeah, can't that. wait for it. I like Couldn't that. Going to You've gone for. So my my surprise package. I wrote Aston Villa to finish fifth, but I thought that wasn't that surprising. So then I went the other way. The surprise package for all the wrong reasons, in my opinion, I think it's going to be Fulham. I think Fulham did so well this last season, and I just think they're just going to be really, really bad. I think they're going to revert to the mean because, like, we had a look at the stats. Leno was like on fire. I think he saved about five, six goals by the end of the season with only Alisson way out in front. Mm. In general, their sort of XG and, you know, points they were supposed to get versus what they got, they were just so far ahead of the average. It was ridiculous. Like every time they needed a player to step up and score goals, they did. Like that Solomon guy who moved to Tottenham, he just scored four games in a row, got 12 points basically on his own. So... I just think it's not sustainable. Mitrovic wants out. Jimenez is their new signing. I'm pretty sure Jimenez is done as a striker. So that's less goals in my book. Tim Ream cannot keep getting away with being a decent centre-back. That cannot just continue. And I just think they are going to be on fire and we're all going to call Marco Silva a fraud again um, by like November. Well, sorry. So do you think they're going to be shit or do you think they're going to be really good? I think they're going to be unbelievably shit. I think <laughs> all the highs of last season, they're going to go from like 8th or ninth, wherever the fuck they were, to like 17th, I think. Okay. All right. Well, look, you're a little monologue. I've got the cat and just do my Canadian. Yeah, I'll do monologue. So, best summer signing. So, there's a couple of good contenders for summer signing. And while I fill in the gap while Hugh's just faffing around with his cat, um... <laughs> think honorable mentions to Nicholas Jackson I think he's been surprisingly good in pre-season he's got five or six assists couple of goals he might actually solve Chelsea striker problem but I'm very aligned with you on this one I truly think Aston Villa have got it right and I think Paul Torres in particular for a price of 33 million 
his his release clause was about 70 million so i honestly think they've got a bargain yeah he was in last year's contract so they've they've smashed it he knows emery so i think he's going to hit the ground running i think mm-hmm. he's going to settle in amazingly he's 26 so he's just entering that prime center back period mm-hmm. i honestly think he's going to be in the sort of top three performing center backs of the season i'm going to be looking at it like they pulled like a van dyke transformative signing and also ousted Tyrone Mings, which means we can't have a Tyrone Mings award anymore unless we just legacy it. So I just think it's brilliant. I just think it's such good business. I don't know why no one else has just bought in at that price, like anyone. That's like nothing for free mil anymore. Yeah, that gets you, that gets you one Harry Maguire. Gets you one fucking Harry Maguire. Maybe. Yeah, I, I can't fair. I mean, we did watch Pal Torres in the Champions League run they had to the finals, and he was fantastic. He was really, especially against Bayern as well. He was really good. So, no major concerns with him. As you say, I think he will assimilate quite quickly because he's played under Emery before. Mm-hmm. Knows arms and a great signing at 30 mil. And I just think Aston Villa may have won the transfer window. I know a lot of focus has been elsewhere. Chelsea, Chelsea, United have made some big signings. Um, Arsenal have made some big signings. But I think Aston Villa have made the best signings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. he was late, it, and it is so funny. It's, it's fucking late. It's late. Look, I'm tired. I'm ill. <laughs> I don't even remember who I put now. James Madison. James Madison. Wow. James Madison. Right. My reasoning. <laughs> Look, too late. <laughs> no one's listening to this for this man. Come on. I really think, when I come on to this, I really think for the first time since Potts left, Gange is the right kind of manager profile for Tottenham. He likes attacking football. Mm. Right? He's not a big, he's not a, this is probably his biggest job to date in terms of world football. Right? And I think that's where they've made a mistake before. He wants hacking full, which is what Potts used to do. And I feel like because they've had such a bad run, this is coming on to James Madison. So with Jose, Conte, Nuno was like profile. You know, the, the pressure's off, right? So I think that's outside mm-hmm. of that cooker. I actually think he can do big things. And their pre-season has been pretty good, I think, all things considered. Obviously, the Hurricane's a pretty naughty distraction, but coming on to James Madison... Last year, they were screaming out for a guy who could link the field to the attack. You know, to the point where Harry Kane was mm-hmm. dropping deep. I know he loves doing that, but ideally, Harry Kane is a bit further up. Madison is that player that can collect the ball in the kind of final third and carry it, either make the pass or, you know, dance his way and, and you know, create a chance. I just think he's the right player for what Tottenham need. And I don't think they had someone like him last season. Plenty of attackers on the wings, like Kulisewski, they tried for Charleston left. But no one really in the center of any fair. And it just makes a lot of sense to me. And I think it'll do really well. And I actually think Tottenham are going to do pretty well this season. I think they're going to do a lot better than last, last, last season. That's fair. We've gone very different ways with Tottenham and we'll get on to that. But I know. I like I the saw. optimism. James <laughs> Madison to unlock Tottenham's potential. It's an interesting one. Well, well. yeah. There's a lot of pressure on him, but he was fantastic for Leicester last year. Very shy as the team. So now he's going to be surrounded by 
Critique. I just think he's the right addition. A player that they don't necessarily have or had in the squad. Maybe they had someone like since Delhi. I know they're different, but they occupy the same sort of positions. And I think how Delhi's good in a pop mm-hmm. system. So, two cents there. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll find out. I'm unconvinced. I guess we'll find anyway, out. let's talk. Let's talk about flops. Biggest flop to me. This is so easy. Manchester United fans, this is so easy. You oh. fucked it again. You have fucked it again. Oh, which one? This whole, this whole Holland, 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 oh. this Wish Holland guy, 75 million euros, 20 years old. Here's his career. He's played for Copenhagen. He's played some other team I've never heard of. And he's played for Atlanta. 116 games, 44 goals. It's one in three. It's okay. It's not that good. Also, not £75 million good. And I'm just going to throw it out there. When it comes to buying forwards for big money in the modern era, like the last four mm. years, has anyone done it worse than Man United? Like they bought Lukaku, he was rubbish. They bought Sancho, he was rubbish. They bought Anthony, he was rubbish. They brought back Ronaldo, he was quite good for a bit. But then in the end, he was rubbish. They brought mm. Martial, he was rubbish. They pretty much only buy rubbish players when it comes to forwards somehow. And the bigger the price tag, the worse they generally are. So we're looking at a situation where they paid almost almost 300 mil to have Sancho Anthony and this guy on the pitch. In conclusion, I'm saying Timo Werner 2.0. So yeah, he's going to be shit. I'm probably shit. I just don't know enough about him to cast judgment on him. I don't know. I heard... That's not what we're about, Hugh, on this podcast. This rational, you know, it's about no, this right. They've got to be a bit outlandish, you know. You've just got to put yourself out there for ridicule and having. It's true. Sorry, you just paused there for a second. I was hoping. Yeah, so, I was... <laughs> yeah, so listen, <laughs> we, have... we are trying out a new platform and it is getting so buggy right now and we're all losing our heads. So if this sounds awful, we can only apologise and just blame yeah. the products that we work with because we're obviously great professionals. It's not us. Yeah. Um, yeah. Special shout out to Havertz, who I think is going to be terrible. And <laughs> I have a suspicion that Tonali might just go back to Italy next summer and hate life in Newcastle. And that will just be the end of that. But, yeah. Havertz is going to be 10 goals, 10 assists from midfield. 100%. No doubt in mind. I have also chosen Tonali. I'm sorry, George. Just tell me how many Italians succeeded, Prem? Paolo Di Canio. Fair. I agree. Paolo Di Canio is, you know, I think I'm trying so hard to say the word fascist, but he's the right mentality to succeed, perhaps. You know, maybe. What, just. Well, he was arrogant, shall we say. <laughs> um, he yeah. was also a brilliant, brilliant player. I just think Denali, I'm thinking of Aquilani. When I think of Denali, mm. it's nothing to do with the fact that they're similar. It's just, historically, they haven't done well. I'm trying to think of recent times of how they succeeded. Jorginho? But Jorginho is from Brazil, really, isn't he? You know, so... Yeah, Jorginho sure. was mixed, you know. Exactly. Everyone it took fucking about two seasons for us Jorginho. to accept him. You know, 
he's a good player, but everyone hates him. So I just, I just yeah. think no. And also, like we've all seen his video of him coming to. Don't know. What we're what Sonali visiting the gym. So a huge run of getting away again. This is truly this is one of the most chaotic <laughs> parts of we've ever done. Just you just fucking charging around. I think correct oh, if I'm wrong, Hugh's cat keeps trying to piss in his room. Oh, well, just in the corridor outside my room and I'm trying to put the fear in her that she can't do that. But it's not conducive with recording. I'm so sorry everyone. This is gonna be the jangiest podcast we've ever done we told you in season two that we've done but we did not yeah. okay long story short i just don't think you fucking dare i just don't think Tenali's up to be honest with you I don't i don't yeah. think i friend happier about them yeah, which says it all to be honest because so you know the rumors are he didn't want to get to AC, he didn't want to leave him which you get you know it's a club he supported when he was young uh they've obviously sold him and completely rebuilt you know, they had to do it. But that must be heartbreaking, right? To so yeah. your club wants to get to go. Yeah. Yeah. And also, let's just be real. Objectively, I feel like Milan is a nicer place to live for anybody than Newcastle. Ooh. Let alone someone who actually loves Milan. Let's just yeah. let's just be real. That is I the know. truth. I agree. So, I think the optics yeah. don't look great. And then I saw a video of him barred off the ball by like John in a pre-season game. I think, oh no, oh no, lad, mm. that's not looking good, bro. I'm Wendy actually. So, um, watch that space. I'm gonna put Tanali. Yeah, I'm gonna put Tanali. Like right, that. I agree. First second, right? You've put. I'll let you go first because I'll show what you put. Postacoglu. I've got. I just okay. Right, hear me out. If Kane leaves, definitely Postacoglu. If he stays. Maybe not Postacoglu, but the whole mood of Tottenham is so toxic. It's actually so negative. And I know that the fans, if they lose like three games in a row at the start of the season, let's say, for example, there's some TV problems and they lose three games like pretty comfortably, it's going to be awful, that stadium immediately. Because all the Tottenham fans have had all summer is shitty football last season, just leaving a legacy. They tailed off massively. They've got a manager that they've made peace with. But I don't think they're like super into either way. He hasn't got a massive CV for them to hang on to. Mm. They fucking hate Daniel Levy. Daniel Levy, they hate. And now there's all these rumours about Joe Lewis going to fucking prison for corruption. And then the Harry Kane saga. It's just, oh, there's so much negativity at Tottenham. And they've made signings that are quite good. But like this new centre-back, he's Dutch. He costs quite a lot of money. Pfft, who knows? And I just think at any point that toxicity will seep through. It will go to Daniel Levy and Daniel Levy will just push it straight into the manager to save Daniel Levy's own hide. Oh, I just I don't know if it's as toxic as making it out. It was toxic, but they got rid of content. I think Big Ange can put together. I don't know if you've seen press conferences, but annoyingly, he's really likeable. Which goes a long way in the spirit of the club. I could get behind him if he was my mm. manager. He's just this big, burly Australian bloke who doesn't look like he takes any shit. Um, some funny, fun clips from him already. I think he's going to be. I think he's going to do well for them. And I raise you. I raise you. Maybe there's one team in a more toxic place, Tottenham. 
And there comes West Ham. Yes, it's all falling down for West Ham. It's all falling down for West Ham. <laughs> and it isn't just a no. spot. Yes. Come on, man. That's... It's collapsing after the European Conference League heights. Right, they've sold Declan and they cannot buy anyone but shit. Right, the season starts in a week and they've got a 60 million of Tommy Maguire rejected. I mean, God, it's not looking good. They've just been thumped by Bayern Leverkusen for nil in their final preseason game. Mm. Moisey's not happy. No, it's just not looking good. And I get it, you know, you sell a player for 100 mil, every 100 mil, and the like, prices through the roof. Um, agreed a deal yeah. for Edson Alvarez from Ajax, who's meant to be a player. I was going to say be the replacement for Declan Rice. Sure, he's supposed to. Be, yeah, he's supposed to be pretty handy, decent price, like thirty-five, forty mil. Ajax are very reasonable. Yeah, transfers. You got to give them some credit there. They are, apart from when they deal with Man United, they're very reasonable. Yeah, <laughs> the Anthony <laughs> ones looking more and more like an outlier than ever. But yeah, I just think Moisey. I think he's probably knackered. as you. Say, it's similar to kind of happen this will drop off. It's going to end drop off. I think that they've conference league like, such incredible mm-hmm. highs, and they haven't kicked on. They've just lost their player. They have, can't replace him, but yeah, I think Moise is going to be the first to go. Fair. I'm actually disappointed that I forgot about Moise because I literally spent the entire second half of season one saying Moise Moise needs to go, and then he won the conference league. So I finally come around to the fact that Moise should stay. Now you're telling me you want him to go. Oh, I cannot keep up with what's going on in David Moyes. It's just too much. I'm emotionally invested in him now. I kind of want him to stick around. Mm, mm. He's won his trophy. It's a success. Whatever happens, West Ham, if he walks away mid-season, it's a success what he's done. He just wasn't back. Facts. And losing Declan Rice always going to hurt any manager, right? Yeah. So, so anyway, breakout star. Yeah. Breakout star. So I see lots of potential in Chelsea and I think Pochettino is exactly the right manager to extract all of that talent. He is going to deli alley so many of those players and turn them into really fucking good players. Not just young players, just really good players. And so I've stuck with that theme. Levi Colwell, such an easy win. Almost feels like it's not a breakout star because there's been so much talk about him. I just think he's just going to establish himself as that number four or number three English centre-back in the England squad, you know? The guy to oust Harry Maguire. Just Definitely. the guy that everyone kind of wishes that they had, because he's just really good. He looks Can he be considered like a breakout star if he's already broken out? Yeah, I did I did think that might be cheating. And then I put Chukwemeka instead, because I feel yeah. like there's an opportunity in Chelsea's midfield for someone to feel... The Kovacic role, or the just the sort of mess that's there. There's a big void, and I feel like it's either between him or Gallagher to fill the mount position. And I feel like he's going to be that guy. I feel like Poch is just going to turn him into something really wonderful, and we'll be like, "Fair, that was a really good transfer." So yeah, mm, okay, yeah, he looked pretty good in preseason. I think a lot of Chelsea youngsters look good in preseason, to be honest. But Chukwemeka, he's twenty, he's athletic, he's rangy. Um, yeah, looks exactly. like he looks ready he's for it physically. Baller. Physically, he looks ready. I agree. Um, so yeah, I can get on board with that one. Uh, I've gone for Mudrick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake! Come on, man. 
That is not a breakout star. That's a broken star. That's not real. <laughs> Look, he's been given the number 10. All right. There is a player in there. And I think Pot's about to unleash it. I think it's be his moment. I think it can. I really do. I think he's proved a lot of people wrong and finally just convinced why he was worth as much as he was worth at the time. And uh, I just do. Listen up. <laughs> I want, I want to paint you a picture. The year is 2030. We're still doing the pod. We've got millions of viewers. Hugh is still trying to convince us that this season is going to be Madrid's season. That is the way that this is going. This is I mean, this is Jesse Lingard 2.0. At 27, we'll still be saying, he's got great potential. We've just got to unlock it, you know. Do you know what's scary? Is that mm. in 2030... He won't even be 30. Exactly. Still time for potential. Exactly. Exactly. But no, this is going to be the season of Kyle and Rick. I'm, I'm convinced. I think, I think this is it, Mikhailo. Show, show what I've seen in you. Those YouTube reels did not lie. <laughs> they, they didn't. Bro, you know, I've actually watched some of those highlight reels. And a lot of them is just him just running like quite fast and then just not doing an awful lot with it. Exactly. Like, exactly. You feel like that, that is a highlight. That is like one of the better bits. It's just like, oh yeah, it's really fast. Broke, run. You can Flip run real fast up. with the ball. <laughs> hey, let's not forget, Torreal depart in the Champions League, so I'm, I know he can do it. And I think now he's been in six months, a manager who's got a system and yeah, maybe he's got a place in the dressing room now, I don't know. Like maybe he's not in the corridor. And... Yeah, I don't know. Fuck hell, I lose him. That's it. I'm dying that hill off. Right, last one. Plus, absolutely chaotic. Plus, this is which no idea how this is going to work. Yeah. But weird, random slash surprise moment. It's a bit of a tough one. This is a very broad, a broad yeah. thing. So I'll let you go first. It was very broad. I just thought this is where we could bit, get a bit outside the box. You know, a little Easter egg for those that are still listening. Get a bit creative. And I want to paint a second picture. Now we all know. But this whole Holland guy, he's not going to be very good. And Manchester United, they're going to they're going to keep Martial because no one will want him. They're going to try him. He's going to be shit. So they're going to be looking for a striker. They're going to be like, my course wasn't so bad. Igalo scored a few goals. Little cheeky, I don't know, short term deal. Diego Costa to Manchester United from January. He will sign a six or seven month contract. He'll join Man United. He'll be awful and he'll, he'll score one goal, and that will just be a weird moment. Because that is just kind of what they do. Fair. Fair. It's hard to argue with that. I mean, it is very easy to argue with that. I've read Hoyland, actually. I mean, this might just be a salacious rumour, so don't harm me to it. But for Twitter reckons that, actually, he's got a, he's he's got an issue with his back that is way worse than, you know, was initially realised. Uh, meaning that he won't be able to play. Well, from well, well. Which would be shocking. Here we go. I know. I know. Predictions are coming to pass already. I know. I mean, apparently his first early signs like stress fracture in his back, which doesn't sound great for a 20-year-old, let's be fair. So, yeah, I don't want to laugh, but you know, maybe there's going to be another emergency loan signing, like you say, Regalo 2.0 or Vegas 2.0. That would be fun, wouldn't it? That would be great. That'd be so good. That would be good. Right. I honestly didn't know what to pick with this one. So I just I just think it's gonna be funny when the big six go into Kenworth Road. 
Luton's Town's stadium. <laughs> I just think it's going to be funny. Yeah, I don't think we've ever seen such a such a stadium in the Premier League. I know Bournemouth have shared, but you know, Worth Road really is it is literally. Yeah. The fact that totally one of the incredible. gates is built into one of the houses. Seeing some great little Twitter comments like players are going to be gagging to get sent off so they can just go upstairs, watch it on the TV, have a cup of tea and just have a bit of cake. <laughs> so, it's so true. You just pop in someone's house. And... <laughs> I know, it's mad. So that's it. A bit of an underwhelming one for me for the end, but there you go, mate. I don't know. I, I've got no capacity to any more to Yeah, that's fine. Um, Improve your call to actions, follow us, watch our YouTube, listen to us on Spotify, enjoy the content, post a lot of memes these days. We're actually very generous with the stuff we put out. And that's mm. all we have to do. Five star yep. it if you want. If you don't want to five star it, don't one star it. We'll find you. We have a perfect record. We'll fucking we'll find do. you. We'll um, but mostly we'll be back once a week. So we're back on this, back on this pitch. Yeah, season's this week you know the drill we will be back so all the full bit of a problem with this pod i have no idea how this is gonna how this is gonna work guys as always yeah. thank you for listening and we'll see you post weekend to review the first week goodbye <laughs>